Hi, hi. Welcome um, to This Is Liftoff with Phoebe and now William. Hello, hello. Um, this is spontaneous podcast, but um, William come over to help me do music and he started talking about music and now I'm like, ah, I need to know more. So this is why we have podcast. So... Okay, what do you want to what do you want to talk about? Keep telling he's, rel- te- he's telling me about pitch. Perfect pitch. Yeah. And relative pitch. They're two separate things, uh, somewhat similar, um, but we're talking about so perfect pitch would be described as like you can hear a note like any note, and then go oh instantly that's this note, um, or like you hear a car horn beeping and you say oh it's this chord it's this note whatever, um, so that is that is developed. You can only develop that up to the age of five, as as I've heard, um, and that's because it uses the same part of your brain that develops that processes language. So as you're growing up, you'll learn your parents' language, and uh, you know that's kind of encoded into into that part of your brain. And at about five years old, you you kind of can't really develop that. I'm no scientist, by the way, so don't you know <laughs> I, that this is. Of the stuff I've heard and stuff you know read and seen in videos on YouTube and stuff. So you know. And so, so what was the other one? Um, and then there's relative pitch, which, which is, I, 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 you can develop it. Um, I've got quite a good relative pitch, and Phoebe, you said you all. Like, yeah. So like I, I today today years old being able to do it, I tuned a guitar by ear by, and I was like, okay, well, I'm assuming that the. Was this bottom E or top E? This is bottom I'll, E. I'll, I'll just describe it as a low E. But low E, yeah, okay. I, guess, yeah. I can't remember which which okay. way this so, is top so or bottom. but I used the low E and I was like, okay, I'm just going to assume that's right and I'm going to tune it relative to that. And like then after I like checked it and it was like pretty pretty on point and I was like, it blew my mind that yeah. I was able to do that, you know? And, and uh, yeah, so you can do it pretty... Yeah, so I just, I, I kind of, it's one of those things I didn't realise I was learning it as I was, you know, I was just, as a kid, you know, I had a, there was a piano in the house and I was playing instruments and stuff and so do I just you... started to learn to kind of, it's, it's basically an association with a memory of a note, if, if that makes any sense. So, I, like, I listened to a lot of Metallica when I was growing up, so I know an E, bam, dun, dun, dun. I can just kind of so, like so you oh, nearly. So do you need to tune? You can okay, okay, mouth words. But then yeah, it's mainly you know it's not per, it's not perfect pitch, so, so I, I can okay, be a bit off. You're you're you sound way more like advanced because mine was just a lucky shot because said this wasn't an E, I would have tuned it relative to whatever. whatever yeah. You see yeah. what I mean? Like by by doing the thing and going wherever the thing was again. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, that's higher, and and so that's how I figured it out. Ah, right? uh, yeah. Um, but like, can you? You did it the same way, right? Kind of, yeah. But I think. So, but I you do it so. from a memory, or do you well, do it because it sounds the same? It's. I, I don't know really what you mean. All right, because <laughs> you, you, you talking about Metallica. So is that how you figured out that this is the that E is in tune right? Like how do you... Sort of, yeah, okay. yeah, basically. Okay, because like yes, for me, I, w- I wouldn't know how you tune this one. So if this was out of tune, I think they would all be out of tune, but they'd be all yeah relative. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so it. Yeah, I can do that, but I can't figure out the top one. Well, I've never tried that, but I'm yeah. sure that's a job for Ron. Yeah, 
later on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just. Uh, so you you remember a song and then that's how you get it. Basically, yeah, that's and sick. and yeah, it's more just yeah. That's the kind of like because we Phoebe was saying just before we started, it was um is is perfect pitch like muscle memory. What I'd say is that yeah, the, the relative pitch is more like muscle memory mm. in that sense. Um, if you have enough relative pitch, you could basically have perfect pitch, no? Close enough, close yeah. enough. But there's the like well, they've done scans of people's brains, and I think there's always you know no matter how good someone's relative pitch is, um, because of the you know the because of the nature of the way that the person's brain works, who has perfect pitch. Mm. That there will always be that kind of natural advantage over people with relative pitch, just in terms of speed, uh. um, and so but it also in, in accuracy like... as well, because because it's like it's like how you know that the word fish means fish, you know you don't know that you know it, but you know it, <laughs> you know you know you know you can't remember learning the word fish, but you know that a fish is a fish, that and the same in mind. other languages, <laughs> but yeah, and it's that sort of thing with perfect pitch that you learn that this exact sound is this relates to this concept basically and it's the exact same with language and it's you know that's why this language is all so different but they all make sense when you kind of look at them and, and that sort of thing but yeah you know i think that in that way music is kind of a language as well yeah because i was saying it, it's like maths but for music because you like can counter you basically count up to seven these are the rules and this is the thing so that's like um uh what's it improvisation scares me because like I don't know where to go, but in my brain, like if I know the maths to it, I don't. It doesn't. I don't yeah. need to know where I go. I know I can step on these cracks and won't fall in lava. You know what I mean? Yeah, you always it's, know you can. Yeah, a safe place to go. Yeah. yeah, because if I know, oh, you do one five four or whatever, hmm. and and I, it doesn't matter if I know anything. I could just go. All right, cool. Just I know it's gonna sound nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, you get these like you know like even guitarists like BB King. He was quite you know he was a great guitarist, but then some some solos you hear, it's literally he's a, he's on a one four five and he's just playing the same note. Really? And just always landing on the same the one note yeah. basically, but it's you know it's part of the blues and it's part of music. It's, that's the safe zone, as it were. It's sick though. Yeah, yeah improvising is a whole other. I, I mean, I'm, I'd need to practice it. I'm not really. 100% on improv, especially like jazz and stuff. It gets a bit daunting as well when you, yeah, jazz, jazz is a whole other world. Is that the hardest one? Like, what, which is a pretty hard one to play? A jazz song? Or, or, just, or just like anything. jazz, what genre? Which which genres are hard? Gen I mean, it, yeah, I, I'd say I'd say jazz is definitely one of the most complex. I don't know if, like, maybe hard would be the wrong word, but definitely in, in terms of the scope of it and yeah it's, it's, it's quite a complex um genre of music can be you know there's obviously a nice like other smoother jazz which is less complex but still has mm. these lovely you know bits of harmony borrowed from you know more experimental jazz and that sort of thing so you get all this cross-pollination as well which is really interesting but yeah i mean a, again a song that i'd say is probably is renowned i i've heard it to be renowned as like the hardest song like to learn as a jazz musician mm. would be giant steps by john coltrane can we hear it uh yeah i don't know well i don't know how um if copyright is a, is going to be a thing with a, a podcast or anything but oh, we'll couple seconds i don't know couple seconds oh god i know <laughs> Very loud, but it's yeah it's basically just like 
it is a, a very fast barrage of notes and different chords and and it it, it moves around it's all based on the circle of fifths so it kind of makes like a triangle um you get you do these weird triangular patterns which i think is how he kind of wrote the wrote the tune um and it's such an interesting song and it's got a great sort of story mm. behind it uh yeah let's just hope we don't get done for copyright here i'll just play a little bit copyright law copyright law dun, dun. breaking the law Respecting the law, that's the one. Let's uh, remaster. Oh, this sounds great. But it's fun. It's a fantastic song. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Again, I don't know how. I, I have no yeah. idea how the copyright and that works. Yeah. So we'll just uh, leave it at that. What's that called? Giant Steps by Giant John Coltrane. Oh, sounds good. I'm gonna um, listen to it later. It sounds like when I go to like Ronnie Scott's or like any jazz brand, I'm like, oh, yes. yeah, pretending to be fancy. Yeah, it's got that such a like like class sort of thing to it. Yeah. But um, it's it, again, it's just that that it's such a. I think it's a song that requires so much discipline mm. as well. Like I have no idea how to play that thing. Like I've heard it, I've heard it loads of times and attempted it loads of times on guitar and stuff. Oh, and it's just like it's it's yeah I, I haven't even got as far as to, like getting into the melody of it like it's just the harmony is so you know just jumps out at you like yeah. you, you have no you kind of have no idea where it's going it has a rhyme and reason to it but if you're not with it and i think the story the, the, the story behind it is that the pianist um you know it's like the second run through of it or something it might have even been the first take uh, but you know, back in the days of tape and stuff, yeah. you kind of you only had so many takes you could do, so you needed to get it quick. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, and John Coltrane didn't really give them anything to practice before going into the session that day, and you know, hands the pianist this chord sheet, and he's like, "Oh shit! All right, um, okay, there's some stuff going on here. All right, let's work a little bit. All right, cool. All right, I think I, I think I've got it." And then. John Coltrane gives him gives him the counting, and you heard how fast it is. And yeah, he oh, fucking hell. I feel sorry for the guy because that was the cut that made it, you know. <laughs> um, but that, you know, kind of he he gets into a solo, and you just hear him. This is on the subject of improv. You hear him just completely flop. Like it sounds, it's not like a bad solo because he's a he's obviously a very talented pianist. I can't remember mm. who it was. So yeah, this is like the least, the worst informed, the worst cited podcast you've ever heard. But, um, yeah, it, it, what was I saying? I mean, I just did a my last podcast. I was complaining that I I missed my uh, band rehearsal yeah. because I went to the wrong place, and then I was like, my IBS, and oh, that was <laughs> that was literally my last podcast. Oh, so, do enough. you know what I mean? There's, oh nice. There's nice no standards here. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, and that's, you know, you can hear, if you listen to the whole track, you hear the guy really struggle to to, to hit the, the bits that he needed to, to make it sound good, you know. Mm. And then John, John Coltrane just comes, rips back into it with like this these insane licks and just running around the scales and stuff. And it's like, it must have been so intimidating for that pianist <laughs> following that. And then, you know, you can tell that John Coltrane's just looking over at him like, oh, let's get this, come on. <laughs> But, you know, it, it's just one of them things. It made the cut, and it's a fantastic song, and I love the story behind it as well. That's good. But very, very difficult jazz song to play, and don't, I, I can't even begin to 
tell them I how love to do the it. story behind songs. Would you yeah. would you be um I, I was gonna have a proper alchemy um podcast with you guys and we still can. Mm. Um, so this is, a, I guess, a preview sneak peek. <laughs> a precursor. Yeah. Precursor. I mean, yeah, because Alice has been on it, and so now you've been on it, but mm. they're going to be on together. Mm. Um, without number three. Without but, number three. No, maybe, well, maybe you never know. He, he, he might he might be down. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he'd be down to do a little podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's sick, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, like, we're just... Like, well, I'm just humble beginnings, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, you know, it's, it's all just... You've spent a lot of time doing music as well, same as same as me. It's just, yeah. Well, no, you've spent way more than me. We talked about like well, we went to college yeah. at the same time, uh, yeah. but you spent a lifetime before playing. Oh, yeah, because you weren't. Really, yeah, I, I started. Yeah. <laughs> Still, I mean, yeah. Again, you've come a long way. This mm. is the important thing as well. It's like, yeah. you know, it always it never ceases to surprise you how how far you've actually come if you kind of think about it. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I mean. You know, I was thinking though, like because you know, it. I come in and I was like, I was basically shit at guitar, because like, I, I think you know what, I was feeling sorry for myself, and then I realised because I was like, Ugh. I came in on guitar, and um, then I ended up doing bass because I was so shit at guitar, <laughs> and I thought actually no, the reason I was probably put on bass was because there were no basses in the year, and I, because I was so new on it, he could just fling me on the bass. You see what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, it, yeah. I'm sure it was more for his best interests, not even for mine. Yeah. And and that's how I'm here with a green base. Well, yeah, exactly. It's all it's all kind of it's all, it's all working towards a, a better, a brighter future, you know. It's that yeah, sort of well, stuff. Why, no one wants to go to college and be a bass player. It's beyond me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Well, yeah. So I mean, I love playing bass. It's, uh, I started on guitar mainly, well, like piano and then a violin you? and guitar. And when you but, got into music. I was like five, I think. Fuck I started me. doing piano lessons, but I didn't. I didn't keep up with piano lessons. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't keep up with violin. Mm. I didn't keep up with saxophone, which I'd love. I'd, wow. If any of them sax, I'd love to get back into. Cause that... You know, there's a little um, uh, music shop around the corner. The record store. No, no, not on that side. The other side. Do you want to have a look? Oh, is there? We'll, we'll, when this oh, is, yeah, we'll yeah. go and have a look. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh man. But yeah. They got they got saxes in the window. Oh nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think some of it's like pre pre owned, so it's not even ridiculous price. Yeah. Maybe you could. I, well, mm. I mean, I'm sure it's probably gonna be like at least yeah. hundred pounds, but like it's. Yeah, it's one of them sort of like future goals look. for me, really. Like you know, sax. So when did you get into sax? How did you get into sax? How did you get into piano, violin, and sax? <laughs> I was just good. I was just <laughs> such an indecisive kid. So like I got into football and rugby and gymnastics all and trampolining five. and no, not at five. <laughs> but, you know, it's just all very busy. Five I did all, all of this stuff for like you know rugby. I did like two sessions and was like, no, nah, I don't like it. Football, mm. I was doing it because my friends were doing it. Didn't like it. Mm. Uh, yeah, violin was. I mean, uh, you know, again, what kind of one that I'd like to have kept up, but it was very. It felt like a very restrictive way of learning. Um, I think you know, not not to diss any classical musicians. I understand it requires a lot of discipline. Mm. And maybe that just wasn't me at, at twelve. You know, it, I think it's 12. also very dependent on who's teaching you, right? For like yeah. any lesson, like in if you had a shit teacher you're just like Ugh. oh yeah because alice yeah. was telling me like when she learned piano there was she spent like however long just sitting down you know yeah just and like then that posture. one teacher who was yeah, like really like strict and would smack her me. fingers and i was like what yeah and then she had a person who was who, who she said put gummy bears on her fingers and so and she had to play. play and if the gummy bear oh, stays no. you can eat it oh my and God. so like 
they were positive as opposed to like smacking it, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it real changed it. Like that, oh, that's um, good. So I think it's very dependent on who, who's learning you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess, the, I don't know if this is even a phrase, but they say kind of like you're only as good as your teacher or whatever. I might not necessarily be true, but yeah, it's, mm. you're certainly like good teachers you learn a lot more from. Mm. Yeah. Like I had some pretty, like that's what, I think that's why I stuck with guitar mainly because I did have some really good mm. guitar teachers. And uh, actually one of them is, um, one of them is Ali's mum's friend. Oh, yeah, so it so, I know it was, it was absolutely crazy. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Daryl Kelly, um, really, shout really, out. really nice guy. Yeah, shout out to Daryl Kelly if you're listening. Without you, are but... you never know, small world. Well, yeah, mate, exactly. Small <laughs> Most world, small of my world. audience are men. Oh, fair enough. Well, yeah, no, he's you know, he's a good, yeah, he's a really good guy, taught me a lot. Um, I and think... I'm just really happy that I actually, you know, I've, I haven't like heard directly from him, but I've heard through Ali's mum that. You know, he's like, oh, if you ever need anything, if you want to meet up and stuff, just give me a shout. Like, you know, it's, you know, we've all got each other's contacts at some point. I will be. Mm. We'll see. <laughs> it's one of them things, isn't it? Um. So, 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 why did you, why did you stop saxophone then? Oh, saxophone. Well, yeah, because I was doing it in high school, and mm. again, it was one of these things that I just didn't put enough fucking time and discipline into. Really, I enjoyed it, but I just, I, you know. 14, 15 and just fucking about, you know, in high school. And it was just a bit of fun, really. When, yeah. I, when I did go and then when I didn't, I was like, oh, fuck it. But yeah, it's, that's why I kind of, I wish I'd kept up. But yeah, and then when I left high school, I didn't, I didn't have a saxophone because I was borrowing it from the place. And I gave do you, back, do you so. have to share it because like mouthpiece or do you get your own bit that you can take out? Uh, You get, yeah, they, I mean, they, they probably would have sanitised all the mouthpieces and they say, you know, buy your own reed because you can't, like, yeah, borrowing reeds is a bit gross because you need to, like, properly, like, spit them up to, to get them working, basically. It needs a lot of moisture and it needs to be, like, flexible and stuff, so that's Like, why, why don't they just put... I don't understand how reeds work, but, like, what what is it? It's just a piece... And yeah. you, if you need to spit it, why can't you just put it in water? Why does it have to be spit? Well, I... Um... I don't know actually. I didn't really. I didn't really ask that. So I happens, think it's just because it's way go, more convenient. Or do you like lick no, it? No, no. You just keep it in your mouth for a bit, basically. So it's the same with like a clarinet and an oboe and you know. Uh, I need you know, to look at the anatomy of saxophone and yeah. the reeds because it's confusing. Yeah, yeah, because they so they call them. That's in the orchestra. That's like woodwind, and it's only classified as woodwind if it uses a reed, basically. So sometimes flutes get kind of confused. Oh, it's like you know, you know when I mean. you have a piece of grass and you go... Kind of, yes, right. similar. And it makes that scratch, like... Yeah, basically that, basically that, yeah. Um, wow. I think that's, yeah, that's close enough. Whereas other, uh, like, you know, trumpet use, just uses the... Well, Chubby just mouth. The sound, yeah, just the sound of your mouth rather than the reed vibrating. You kind of, like, you purse your lips and blow. Again, I don't know any, any brass instruments, really. Then, My sister has really stretchy cheeks. I think she'd be great at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah she grabbed she all his cheeks. Huh? Oh. No, my sister. Oh, your sister? Yeah. Sorry, not Alex. No, not <laughs> okay. My sister has yeah. such... Like, like chewing elastic. gum. Yeah. Oh, wow, like, really? Rubbery. Yeah. No offence, Holly. Get her, a, get her a trombone. Yeah, she, she needs <laughs> yeah. something. No, she might enjoy it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then flutes and, like, recorders, it blows. It's like when you blow, like... <clears throat> It's yeah. that basically with a flute or a recorder. Without a piece of paper in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I've learnt so much yeah. today already. <laughs> right. 
Oh. I never get a chance to talk to people properly about music, so it's nice to it's just nice to pass Teach pass me. it on, you know. Absolutely. Teach me, yeah. It makes me feel better when I'm like, oh, I don't know anything. Oh, I'm not as good as I should be. It's like actually, again, you know. If uh, you can't, along, you're not allowed to feel way. that way. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I feel like I'm like barely scraping the sides, there's no way. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. You, you, you know. I know I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, but you know you're shit hot, right? <laughs> You've been I'd, playing for God knows how yeah. long. You can do all this stuff. You get like what? Yeah, maybe not as shit hot as I could be, but yeah, again, it's just better better not to regret the things that you haven't done and just be thankful for the things that you have got and have done. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's always. I mean, I'd love to do some teaching, but I just don't know where the hell I'd start. You know, I've thought about teaching guitar and stuff, but mm. again, it's just like it's quite daunting. Like for my anxiety, it's quite daunting to like just go into something like that, but. I know it's one of those you know though, if you, if you do want to um, do guitar, you could get Alice to make you some um, cards, mm. and then you know when I go in the rehearsal space in Notting Hill, I can put mm. in the boards. Mm. Oh yeah, that'd be nice. Um, actually. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah, I just need to find the time really. I just don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you've got life so and much to, yeah, responsibilities and yeah, not so much. You know, I know I've got I've got freedom of choice, so I can do what the fuck I like. But mm. yeah, just at the moment. Again, another another sort of future idea, maybe start teaching mm. some stuff. Yeah, I just, I just love to pass the knowledge on, you know. Well, yeah, like mm. you you've got a lot of experience and you're passionate about it. So, like, if you can make money from your passionate experience, yeah, that would, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, it's, it's the American dream. Mm. Well, not quite, but <laughs> it's a musician's dream, isn't it? It's, yeah. yeah. To be able to keep doing what you want to do. Yeah, because then I feel like yeah. you get the 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 dilemma at least for me maybe because i i never knew what i wanted to do so i like kind of dabbled in lots of stuff mm. um and so like i like all creative stuff and like i like i like doing makeup on people like it's exciting but like i don't think i'd like to do it full time as a career i think it takes the love out of it yeah 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 you know yeah so, i know what you mean do you, do you feel like does that scare you that you might feel that way about music or no you never think about it a little bit, yeah. I mean, it's always, you know, you hear so many musicians going like, oh, I'm quitting and I'm not doing anything after this. And you know, Eminem, how many times has he, like, you know, gone and come back, as it were? Like, he said, oh, I'm done with it a few times. Well, at least once, I think. Again, don't quote me on this. I don't fucking know. But, mm. but yeah, you know, it's, it's, so it is always, it's, it's always a worry that, yeah, something will eventually take the, the love out of it. But again, it's I think it's such a prevalent part of my life in particular. And then... Mm -hmm. I think also that it's such a big part of, of everyone's lives as just a human experience, you know, mm. music is such a massive part of it. Mm. Um, and it's helped us evolve and it's evolved around us. And, you know, it's, we've got such, you know, everyone has a relationship with music in some way, whether they say they love it, but they hate it or they don't mm. care or, you know, there's, there's always something that will, that will move you that will, you know, really like touch you so i think I, I don't know about completely falling out of love with music but you know it's you know i can see how how you could there are a lot of pitfalls along the way in, in a successful music career and you have to kind of navigate them how long how long do you go for a music career though and like also like like so i mean obviously i guess music, you you learn music and you i guess some people just want to teach it some people want to yeah. play it at home and some people want to make albums and for those who yeah. want to make albums i assume you want to make albums too oh well, yeah but i i'm kind of similar to what you said i'm like i don't really know what i want to do yeah. but I, I i'm i like a lot of different things within it you know mm. 
But yeah, I mean, yeah, albums would be nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would love to make an album, but then my my because this this is I started wondering this when you start talking about Eminem, and I, I've had this thought before. Is that like how many albums are you supposed to make? What is a what is an average amount? Like everyone, I think everyone if everyone who does music should try and make at least one, even if it's like a couple yeah. of tracks, right? Just because yeah. I feel like you know music is expression. You it might be, it's fun. You kind of have something that you can look back and be like, I did that, right? Yeah. yeah. But then like how many how many how much can you like? I don't want to say rinse yeah. out music, but like, how much can you keep making out albums? Because yeah. once you start, when you make seven albums, are you making seven albums because you've got that many ideas, or are you making seven albums because you want to make money? Mm. Yeah, this is. I mean, yeah, this is the. I think it's it's kind of wrong to to do, not wrong, but you know, no. Obviously, it's always it's always a, a part of the incentive of having a successful music career but I think it's wrong to do it specifically for the money mm. and again like so many people will say if you're starting out in music for the money fucking think again basically you mm. know like don't 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 hold your breath basically because it takes a lot of hard work it takes many years to actually get into it um and it's not very you know it can turn out to not be a particularly profitable sort of thing um, and a lot of people say just you know keep keep a day job until until such a point where maybe you can you know save up and and do what you need to and live comfortably by earning money from music um, and I think it's entirely possible again uh, but yes it does take a lot of a hell of a lot of work I can't even remember why I started talking about this but well, um, yes yeah, I think it, you know yeah do, do making albums for money is like well, some people get that sort of privilege. I, mm. I, I might say it's a privilege, or you might say it's kind of a curse. You know, when you get signed into mm. ten album deals, and then by the seventh, they're like, "We need another. Yeah. We need another this. We need another that. Like, we need this album again." And you're like, "Fucking um, just be flogging a dead horse," you know? Uh, like, would you want like for me? Okay, when I when I think about writing albums, because I, I mean, I eventually want to get there. Mm. Um, but like I. Do it for yourself, basically. Well, so, yeah. so, like, one of my big bands that I love, even though I don't really listen to them as much as Dance, Game and Dance, right? And I always, like, love listening to their music because I always thought it was really intricate. And if you even took away singing, like, just, like, like mm. when I'd hear their music, it made me feel, like, excited and each album was a little bit different. Yeah. And, like, I like that, you know, they've got, like, songs in Spanish. They're, they're not Spanish, you know, like, yeah. they've got, yeah. like, you can tell they just want to try out different things and go, you know Absolutely. what, this this album, I'm going to fucking play the harpsichord. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, I I want albums to be like that, do you know what I mean? But then, yeah. like, I, I don't know, would you, do you, do you, are you the kind of musician who, like, okay, this is my sound, I'm going to stick to it, or would you want to, like, oh, do everything all the time? Oh, just whatever, whatever takes my fancy. I When I, when I sit down and open up Ableton and Logic, I kind of, Sometimes go into it with a rough idea. Most of the time, I'm like, I, I don't know what I want to make right now. <laughs> you know, it's like I, I, sometimes I go, oh, I want to do some fucking house and this, that, and the other. We'll just have something with a nice floor to the floor thing. Mm. And but yeah, generally, I mean, I don't, I don't want to sort of pigeonhole myself ever. It's mm. again, it's I think it's a bit futile. You end up like, you know, I don't want to be a fucking Spice Girl. You know that sort of thing. <laughs> like, it's, it's, uh, you know, kind of that that sucks the love out of it for me. Um, but then. Like and and I don't want to sound like this in a shitty way, and I'm like, you know what? If that's your ambition, that's your ambition. Like, good on you. But like, 
and I don't want to be like, oh, mm. me saying this makes me sound like one of those people. I don't, I don't want to be like, oh, you're not a real musician kind of mu- musician. You know what? Do you understand where I'm coming yeah. from? Like, yeah. if you're, if you can play multiple instruments, I feel like you have, my, my assumption, okay, I'm, I can't speak for everyone clearly, but like, yeah. you, you have like a deeper love for music than just, oh, I want to be a singer and I want to do this. Like, yeah. you, you love music and you want to like, feel around do you know what I mean mm. see what there is whereas I feel like maybe if you just want to sing and just be heard your voice as a singer maybe that's why you want to be a Spice Girl yeah yeah exactly no there's no shame in it I mean yeah so I might have been I don't know yeah I'm not, I'm not saying that you're shaming anyone I'm, no. <laughs> in fact I'm low-key shaming people you're <laughs> <laughs> throwing shade <laughs> I'm no, throwing right. shade at singers yeah. and I'm I'm not yeah. I'm not intentionally um, right yeah, I guess there's, you know, there's always... I'm just in awe yeah. of music, and I... I'm, yeah. The other people who are in awe makes me even more in awe. Yeah. Because it's, like, you talk about it so dreamy and so romantic, you know, like, yeah. about, you know, the love of music and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh, yes. It makes me feel inspired. Oh, you know? thank you. I, I don't know what to say. I'm blushing. <laughs> no, it's... Well, yeah, thanks. No, that means a lot, honestly. Yeah, it's just... It's not. It's something that's so like I don't know. I don't want to start again. I don't want to fucking fluff my ego up and stuff. <laughs> but no, it's it's like such a second nature to me, and I just I just hope to to share the love of music with everyone. I think it's you know again it's such an important mm. as I said such an important part of the human experience. It's just about sharing the love. Like yeah. you know I don't I don't you know I I don't have I don't want to make this music or that music. I don't care if it's if. if it's me or if it's someone else or mm. if I'm working with someone or if I'm you know just like want to be a part of it hey I need someone to whistle on my track like yeah sure I'll give it to you <laughs> yeah I think uh, how is your whistling oh I, I'm quite quite good I think yeah I like to think yeah sick bit. I've got very dry lips at the moment so I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to show up to my my claim <laughs> <laughs> um I, I try and like Pete's like he's such old man like good at whistling type thing but oh yeah so I, I've tried to I whistle. whistle. Well, since I've got my braces off, I can whistle because I couldn't whistle now my braces. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. Um, but I, I mean, I wasn't good in the first place, so I wasn't missing out. But like <laughs> now I'm like, no, I want to I wanna get back at whistling, I, you know. And um, I'm terrible at it. And the only kind of place I do it is at work because I spend a lot of time there. And Loredana's yeah. like, if you can't do it, don't do it. And I'm oh. like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's one of them Italian classical <laughs> music teachers. Like, <laughs> You're like, not cut out for this. It. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, um you want to go home or you want to play the violin <laughs> yeah and um, so oh god i don't want to let lose this wire in my bed um but yeah uh I, I sometimes make a whistle and i don't realize and then she's like phoebe and i'm like ah! i'm sorry yeah yeah i, I want to get sick at it though yeah man. you know um practice that th- there's two songs that i can think about that have whistling in the top of my head you know home by Edward Sharp and the Magnet Zeros. Um, home, when I home, home is when I'm Yeah, yeah. That one. There's like a whistle pin it. That one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd like Again, to be able to get, do that. I'm going to get copy striped for that. <laughs> <laughs> because the music we played, we, we're fine for that. It's, just, <laughs> it's the whistling that oh, gets yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not expecting a paycheck anytime soon. It's all right. Let them have it. That's. I I don't I don't I, mouth words. This isn't going to be a feasible words. podcast. 
That um, needs a bit of an edit. <laughs> no, no, I don't edit. I just post it as is. Because um, <laughs> I use Anchor. But the, I think because of that, I'm, I don't know if there's any money to be made because it posts everything on all, all the other stuff for me. Whereas if I um, if I made like Spotify and then got plays, then yeah, then I could maybe get avenue from the plays. But also, like people are gonna hear my podcast. Like I'm gonna get ten people each person. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. for now, this this is lift off. Is just like a yeah. We're not, fun. I'm not next Duncan Trussell. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's fine. There's not. There's not nothing. Nothing really monetized. Monetized yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing can be mm. monetized from this. Um, ah well. Oh. It's it's still fun, shits and gigs, and I think oh, I, I'd like to make a podcast if this is semi successful. Yeah, you know, like yeah. a, another one. Uh, yeah, Duncan Trussell though. Oh my god, I love him. Yeah, he's he's uh he's got like Comedy Central thing. Like he does stand up and his podcast and his TV show. Like I'm obsessed. Yeah, I've yeah. I've I've not seen much of him except for the Midnight Gospel, which we're all. You, you, me, and Ali are all big fans of. And, yeah. But yeah, no, I do like his kind of, yeah, his... His, uh, his podcasts his... are, like, so, like... Some of them, he's just pretending to, like, play a character, and it's <laughs> it's dumb, but it tickles me. And then when he talks about, like... So he has, like, um, and this is from, like, probably 2013, I'm quoting, um, because... But I'm listening to his podcast backwards. Um, backwards? Yeah. <laughs> Not from like the like you know like earlier ones. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, like, like start the end. In reverse. Like, 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 here's here's a hidden meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill your mother. Kill your mother. Your mother sells whelks in Hull. Um. Uh. Well, anyway, so he's like talk, he has a shore design um t-shirt sponsorship, and he goes um along the lines of like. Oh, we get like baby hair, and we get their um their the hair from the bottom of their feet, and we pluck it, and we um then we feed it to these ducks who lay these particular eggs, and these eggs we use to um feed the names who bring us these beautifully soft shore design t shirts. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like he's he's just so fucking weird. I love it. Yeah. Quite a zany character, and not yeah. like not because some people can be a bit unbearable with it. He can go over the edge, but I think mm. he's he's hit a perfect medium. Yeah. And yeah, again, he's quite you know he's quite knowledgeable with like without yeah you know without much. Seem it doesn't seem like he's like very, you know formally educated. Not to be rude, <laughs> I'm not either. So, um, but yeah, so that not yeah maybe that's that might not be exactly what I meant to say, but you know. No, he seems like, you know, a very down-to-earth guy mm. and quite knowledgeable on, on a lot of stuff. And, mm. you know, he's had some really crazy experiences as well. Yeah. It's quite a... I, I, um, I thought, like, I didn't, I didn't know how you'd describe it, how his podcast or his stuff is, if it's more comedy or if it's more spiritual. But I think maybe it's a little bit... Is it political? I don't know. I don't, I, but it's, it's definitely drug-inducing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely... There's the, yeah, there's, he's... Big into his like psychedelics and all that stuff, so it's. I know this is bad to say, but watching his tales from the trip, I want to do Ket just once <laughs> and go in a K hole and just. Oh God, no. See what happens. No, I've never, I've never really. I also want to do DMT. Anything. I want to, I want to do that so hard. Yes, yeah, DMT. I could. Uh, I think I could fuck with, but yeah, because it's, it's like again, um, it's big. It's short term, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but it's it's a from what I've heard, it's a major kind of heel to. 
hill to cross like you know it's it's quite a big step mentally if you do if you do the full experience but i guess i don't know maybe I mean, you can do kind of you can do one or two hits and then still feel like wild, you still yeah. get something mm. definitely um mm. but he i think it i think it's duncan <laughs> that was talking about the whole like you have to do three yeah, yeah, three big hit, hits and hit three yeah. hits yeah and you have i think we're like psychedelics experience. though is you just have to say yes to it like mm. and and like um don't don't give yourself a time frame if you've got shit to do in an hour you're gonna freak out because then you're gonna be just stressed about i need to be here at this time so like book off a day right even if it's like dmt like which is only gonna take what like 15 20 minutes an hour max yeah you know book book off your big chunk of your day and just say yes to it like make sure you're like comfortable right and then any weird shit goes on like you you're not gonna freak out are you there's no like you're living in the moment there's no like i don't need to stress i need to go and do this mm. you know yeah that's yeah i think I, that's what i've heard again i've not really i've not i've not done any psychedelics of any sort either but well i mean i have but um got the experience i've not ever had a bad trip the only like the closest I would say I had to a bad trip was like um, I took it I took it and it, I went like high enough and I was like oh, I'm waiting for this to kick in and and but then that was just like it was more like frustrating I felt like a, a waste and then um, like if you've got shit to do then you're like oh, I've got this amount of time and ah, I got to keep checking it's annoying but mm. other than that like it's mm, I've not had like dragons chase me and. <laughs> I had a freak the walls out. start melting and oh, well, turn into an the, ocean. If the walls melt, stuff, yeah. it's like, oh, that looks nice. You know, it's not. Yeah. Oh my god, it's gonna fill up the room and yeah. drown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that's always, I guess, that's always the worry. But again, you know, I have, I've, as we've just heard from you, Phoebe, and I've heard from other people. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things you have to, you have to accept it, rather yeah. than try and deny it. Because once you've once you've taken it, it's like, you know, just be willing to accept anything that's yeah that's coming if, and, if and, you're that's, like, and that will open you up into oh the right no, direction the, wall, the walls are leaking if you're like oh shit i'm it's gonna drown yeah, like then, then you're gonna freak out gonna but if you go out. oh that looks nice then you go okay cool the walls yeah. look nice yeah yeah exactly you know? just go, oh, Why, yeah. i wonder what that's gonna feel like yeah. oh okay yeah, yeah you know i was with a mate at a festival and he he was he had some uh like one of these analog acid kind of analog chemical drug things uh-huh. that, I've, that I, I don't really know anything about them but yeah and he, he it was just funny walking around with him as it was sort of kicking in because I you know I was I was apprehensive because I didn't really know what to what to think of it and I talked to him beforehand and you know we're both very good friends and very open people so it's like you know we talked about it and he was like look there's nothing you don't need to worry about anything mm. you know like, this, <laughs> like I've, first of all I've done this before and second of all like it's not you know not gonna go fucking loopy off it basically as yeah, long, I mean, because he knows if you've how done to do it before it. yeah yeah like, yeah but I, a, a seasoned uh psychedelic taker should know what to do you know what and yeah. if they have a freak out then yeah. they'll be like it's fine give me a minute you know yeah absolutely um, yeah and he's he's one of those guys that i would just if i was ever going to do anything like that i would definitely want to yeah. do it with him because he would know exactly you know, I trust him entirely, and then yeah. he, he's he's. I've seen him with other people as well, doing you know, just like talking them through shit, which is like really cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he was. It was fun walking around with him because he was just describing kind of what he's seeing, and it's it's all kind of very metaphysical as well. So he couldn't quite put it into words, but yeah. he was doing his best, and it's like you know, there's like prisms in the sky, 
like the prisms are breaking up and I can see where the clouds are and I can yeah. see that it's, and then there's layers to it and it's like yeah it's, like, oh. sometimes it's like um like especially like on shrooms it's like have you seen Hunger Games yeah you know when I, she shoots would... up at that prism that's like oh no I don't know if I've seen I've, I've only it's, seen it I think it's like one. Catch and Fight the third film or maybe yeah so she like she like she at the very end she shoots the 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 dome yeah. and um. Uh, so yeah, tell her that my phone's recording, so I can't. My phone's somewhat occupied, so I can't reply to her yet. Um, it's kind of like shimmery and like these kind of almost like geometric kind of shapes mm. over it, but it's like see through. It's just like bubble liquid. Yeah, you know, it's kind of that's that's what it's kind of like on on like. So I mean, you can kind of well, get that sometimes. Well, you kind of see like the rainbow in it almost. Yeah, you see the rainbow. Like, you see it kind of break up and. Yeah, and it's just like oh. this kind of like layer, and sometimes a little bit kaleidoscopy of this kind of like iridescent. Um, and then you know you get like those 3D wallpapers. Yeah. Like things can be a bit like, oh look, that's cool, and if I move and like a still yeah. picture, if I look at it, I'm like, wow. Oh, yeah. If I move the grass, yeah. it's like it's the same, but it's at a different angle slightly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Yeah, it's still they're, they're kind of like. Yeah. I love it when you see them on someone's fridge. There's weird kind of like moving picture things. Like, yeah, it's, it's a good thing. It's like a 90s when, thing, but when you're on the end of like a like a psychedelic and you're like, am I still high? And you got to look at your phone, and if your phone still looks like that, then you know, yeah, I'm still high. You know, because mm. it's always quite handy. Because yeah. like you know, like I feel kind of normal. I feel, and you go, no, no, I'm still mm, weird. No, yeah, yeah, still there. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'd like to do them at some point. Have you finished yeah. your beer? Would you like your next beer? Oh yeah, go for it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you leave me alone with a podcast. Yeah, man. Oh dear, I've got a guitar. Oh. Too solid. Yeah. Oh, what are you going to play? So solid, crew. No, I don't, I don't know. Good. I like your phone case. Oh, thank you. It's actually, there's actually feathers in it. <gasps> Real feathers? Yeah, yeah. We just oh, found, sick. We were sat at the, in the park the other day. I'm going to take a picture of that. That's and sick. we just, some, like, you know, we saw a couple, like, not really nice looking, like, magpie yeah. feathers around. And then at some point, there's, like, a couple of gusts of wind and just all these little green, like, they look like parakeet. Oh, so they actually are green feathers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean the case. Yeah, the case is no, a bit. No, keep it in the case because it's a bit sick. Dirty, but oh, that's yeah, what yeah. the face looks. Oh, yeah, that's sick. I think it looks better like that though. Mm. With the case, kind of, it makes it look like a bit sort of stained and vintagey. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, it's this. Yeah. Cute little things. They're mm. just so super fluffy as well. So I don't know. I don't know where. I, put, I hope it wasn't like a, a baby a parakeet has been like ripped apart by a crow or something, but. No, I'm sure it's fine. I think they're just. I think there must have just been something shed, like a few it's of them murder. shedding at the same time. They do kind of they preen their feathers, don't they, and like yeah. pick them out and shed them and stuff. So if that's what helps you sleep at night, then oh, yeah, of absolutely. course they do. Yeah, because well, I've kept I've kept a reminder, so, yeah. so. like a warning to other parakeets. Really is. Hmm. Oh yeah, the last one. Have you had it before? Hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Brewdog's always pretty good. I get a bit... I'm here and there with Brewdog. Like, if I have too much of it, I get bored. But mm. same with any bit, really, to be honest. But I drink it. Well, I mean, I can't can't really drink it anymore. It's going to give me mm. issues, which makes so mm. much sense in hindsight. 
Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, I, I bought I bought a few of them because like on the weekend Pete's gonna be driving, so I was like, I'm not like yeah, let's drink drive, but like he's gonna be driving mm-hmm. to to Eastbourne, so I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll give him some nice beers to them when <clears> when we you know get there and he can just chill. Yeah. It's a thanks. Oh, is that is that near Brighton? Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's just a little bit. East. Yeah. That is Eastbourne. East, east, east oh no no. So is it is it Bournemouth then? Not Brighton. So so like Brighton's here. Yeah. Eastbourne is like just here because you've got Bognor Regis like here. Oh okay. Oh. Like it's all it's Bognor Regis. Bognor Regis is the most <laughs> dumb place. What a name, fucking yeah. Uh, the only thing there is anything. the Butlins. Sorry it? again. Sorry if anyone's from Bognor Regis, but you know, it's, it's one of them things. I've never never been there. I only went there because do you remember Ben's friend? Uh, ben had a friend. He, he never come to college. From Bognor Regis. Ben had a friend from Bognor Regis. Early in the morning. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was so good. I love that. Uh, ben had a friend from Bognor Regis. Yeah. Uh, he was his like neighbour, and like he was like hot, and I was like, oh, nice. Um, and he lived in like Bognor Regis. Oh, I can't say it together without like laughing. Um, and so like when he come into London, like I saw him, and then there, I think there was like one time I went down to see him, and there you go. Yeah. Interesting story. Yeah. Tell it again. <laughs> no, it's, it's all life experiences. Again, that's I have. But yeah, there's nothing there. There's, there's literally nothing there. Oh, there's, there's a Butlins, and I didn't even get a go to Butlins. Oh, I was, yeah. you know, the Bognor Butlins. I've heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> It's one of those places again. I don't know, like, I don't know, again, I'm just going to, I know this is like, fucking London is cussing out all the, all the kind of other places in the south, but, you know, Milton Keynes, I'm I'm, I'm shouting out. It's a bit shit, isn't it? I've never been. Uh, yeah, exactly. Why would you? <laughs> there's no, there's nothing there unless you live there or you need to go there for something specific. There's basically nothing there that, that is of any importance. And, and again, I, there's a lot of people there. Yeah. I'm sure that all these people are very important. And you know, with peace and love. Good save. Yeah, shout out to your family. I I love you, but you know, you know, Milton Keynes is yeah, a bit, a bit shit, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, I may, they might agree, but they might get a bit pissed off. Who knows? Ah. Yeah. I went there. I did go there to, to do a gig once, and yeah, that was the only reason why I've really ever been to Milton Keynes. And it was in guess what? It was in a trading estate in a in a warehouse. <laughs> like you know, it was a pretty pretty that, cool little cool. venue. Yeah, I guess it was so. pretty trendy. You know. Yeah. Um, it was that oh, was fun. That was from uh, like, it was a it was a friend of mine. Yeah, I, I guess I'll be yeah. I'll be, I'll be careful what I say now. No, it's, uh, no, it was a friend of mine. Um, playing you know just playing some acoustic guitar for him. He has a fan base that's kind of um, quite the the, the young the younger crowd definitely. Um, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like a, a bit of a variety sort of battle of the bands type thing with this record label. And yeah, Ooh. so it was all, it was a bit, it was one of them like, oh, yeah, it was, it was great fun, you know, it was fun to play a gig. It sounds like American um, uh, movie plot. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, honestly, yeah, a little bit. It wasn't quite like that. I don't think that it wasn't like any scoring. It was more like a showcase. It was the, mm. like, the record, that was it, the record label showcase. Um, you know, I wasn't getting, I don't think I really got paid for it, but I got free tickets and he bought me food and stuff. Oh, and, this yeah, is a conversation. Really cool. so, the, the, the musicians Shout. that I'm working yeah. with, right, mm. they're saying that some some gigs you go to, they make you buy your own ticket as a performer. What? Pay to play. Oh, that shit's, I, I don't know. Again, I'm not, I'm not a gigging musician currently. Like, I never really have been. So I, I don't ridiculous. know too much about it. But I thought, yeah, pay to play sounds like a, 
a fucking scam, mate. Mm. You know, I'm sure if you're not not like if you're good enough, but if you're dedicated enough and you, you are, you know, and well, you should okay, be paying good me to to play, and and they want to, you know, people are looking for live, you know, music. There there are plenty of places that will that will probably pay you to play yeah. stuff. You know, um, this whole pay to play thing. I think some some record labels kind of start lumping in fees like that as as i've heard i don't know again i don't know much about music copyright law so you know don't 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 quote me on any of this but yeah i think that that in my opinion is like evil pay to play like what are you talking about <laughs> so, so i've got to pay out of my wages for my day job to try and pursue my my passion like now nah, i think if anyone's stuck in a sort of like pay to play situation get yourself out just you know that the you know there's, there's plenty plenty ways to leave even if you're just going for free like it's exploitation though isn't it a little like, bit yeah. you know like you wouldn't spend hours like i don't know learning how to lay a house make a house yeah. and then be like oh yeah um by the way I, like i don't i don't know you you wouldn't expect them to just build houses for free and just be like no no i'm mm. giving you experience you you pay me well, yeah, and i'll exactly. let you build this house yeah like, yeah but not for you just so I can enjoy it. Like. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's that's that is exactly it. It's, it seems like just greedy promoters um, just trying to make trying to make a quick buck, mm. and maybe they might be putting it towards a business, whatever, whatever, whatever. But it just seems like. Do you, you want know, to sign my cast? I think it seems like a dodgy sign. <laughs> it's a tiny one. It's a cast. It's not a yeah. cast. It's a plaster from. There's there is tape there, so be careful. Oh. No. Yeah, I can't. Not really. It's not that sort of. Uh, Cast. I just did a W. Nice. There we go. This is just, just a W. <laughs> wow, <There> Luigi. <laughs> wow, Luigi. Um. All right. Do like this. This is approaching now, so we can finish mm. up. Um yeah. Thank you for coming Sweet. on my podcast. Also, thank you for helping me with right. my song stuff. That's gonna relax the rest of the band, and also like it sounded normal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, I, 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 I mean, it was scary singing in front of you, but it was also like, um, not as scary because I didn't have to. Get, I'm the man thing in the spotlight. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot that's again. Like, that's that tune. I'm not. There's, there's a lot that's daunting that about it. That probably sounds like nothing to these guys, but yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm yeah. there. Yeah, um, it was, it was, it's a Jackson Five song. Yeah. If you can, if, if you can if you imagine, imagine. That, yeah. <laughs> if you can imagine, so yeah. But you know, again, it has. I think it, you know, it'll have a lot of potential. Mm. And yeah, just doing it in a lower key was what what helped. Mm. I, I appreciate that. Um, thank you, thank you yeah. so much. That's all right. Thank you for having me on. I'm gonna have you as Alchemy Free also, and also just like chilling and chatting high with Alice as well. So. Sweet. Yeah, well, yeah. I'd love to have you back. Cool, man. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to be back. Right. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.